The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. I'm here right at the start. You're here earlier than you. No. <laughs> I was here waiting. You were right there. What, what what sort of merry contrivance is this? This is literally the best place you could ever imagine being. It's looking jungly again. It's not very jungly. <laughs> no. It's over there. Yeah, that's what but I mean. That's got to be jungly there. A lot of fences. That's it. Yeah, electrified. Electrified No fences. expense spared. So what, what is this place you've taken us to? We spared no expense. Electrified uh, fences? Uh, and the sign that says uh, Jurassic Park. Did I leave Jurassic Park up? Yeah, you did. Oh, I was going to rewrite that. Yeah, you've, so this is basically plagiarism on your part. Undone is, by a minor clerical error on your part. There's a lot to do when you build a dinosaur. I'm sure that's the case, but still. I like your beard. I mean, the thing is, I mean, like, they've. I mean, here's, here's an interesting parallel. They didn't get Al Capone. Here we fucking go. Straight in. <laughs> you know what they got Al Capone on? Uh, didn't I get him on like a tax some stuff. sort of misdemeanor? Yeah, tax stuff. Yeah, didn't get him on racketeering or anything like Are that. Are you suggesting that my clerical error will be my downfall? It's always something little. <laughs> I can assure you, it's perfectly safe. Oh. <laughs> the devil's in the details. No expense spared. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a running theme, isn't it? Yeah. So you've brought us to what you said is a fun yeah, place. Yeah, but I, I watched that silly '90s film. Yes, there was a lot he done wrong. Oh yeah. Lots. Who, what, Richard Asper? He did a lot of bad things is. with that park. I've made yeah. it very safe. Are you sure? Because it, that does, it ends up a shitstorm quite quickly in Hudson. Have you employed that guy from uh, Seinfeld? Or was it Cheers? <laughs> the hunter bloke. Yeah, that, whoever. No, no, no. Is it, is it Cheers or Seinfeld? The fat dude. the fat dude? Yeah, yeah. Oh! Well, the one that does the computers. Is his name Dennis in it? Dennis is, Dennis is not here. Well, he's not. He's, he's the guy Good. from Cheers yeah. or Seinfeld. I can't remember what I am is. Dennis... Yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson. You're everyone. Rolled yes. into one. You got and all the Dr. knowledge. And Dr. Grant. Okay. <laughs> so you're Sam, Sam Neill and... Uh, I am. Ian Malcolm, not Ian Well, what? Well, well, he is Ian Malcolm. Well, no, Jeff Goldblum, really. But he doesn't play Jeff Goldblum, does he? No, Jeff Goldblum plays Ian Malcolm. Get confused here with the actors and the, uh, the character names. Basically, I've done it better. Basically, Bigger, you... better. Yeah? Now, future is here. Made some new ones. It's all going well. Okay. And I've come to show you it before you go home. You did say you wanted to bring us this one place for home. So this is it, yes? This is the final thing. We do this for you and you're taking us back, yes? 
Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Good. <laughs> well, pretty much. This is a, a sort of a, a farewell okay. gift. Okay. To yeah. You. Oh, that's very nice of you. Very nice. There's a. Uh, uh, there is a lot of uh, dinosaurs there in the distance. Yeah, there are. I've got them just free roaming. A lot of them. Yeah. Can you sort of give us any reasonable assurance that they will stay in the distance? Yeah, see, what I've done is I've built it so there's more predators to take out the bigger predators that killed all the people in the film. Very good. So I foresee no problems. Yeah. So instead of one T-Rex that's just gone absolutely mental, I've got eight. Oh, so you've got, you've got, so, so you've got seven to take down the mental one. And I didn't bother with that whole only females in the park thing because we know that went very wrong anyway. Wow. So it's blokes, women. Okay, so they can breed. going at it. I don't know how many are there. I didn't bother right. putting the trackers on because they didn't work in the film anyway. Well, counting so. is time consuming, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The trackers didn't work. The sensors <clears> were shit. Right. So just have a look. I'm sure. It, I'm sure Shall nothing we... bad will happen. I have got the cars yeah. though. Should we get in? Oh, yeah. oh got the, yeah, we've got the old I've classic. Done, I've done the classic jukes. car, but I haven't put them on a little track because oh, that proved quite dangerous. Free roam, free roam. I prefer. This, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm going to drive. Let's just trundle over then. Who's driving? I'm driving. All right, you can. You can drive. Hello, driving. Right, open this door. Pop in, boys. Hey, this is all right. I already feel safer in here. No, we'll no, see how he drives. No, should we, should we, um, should we do some questions while we head off? Trundling along, yeah. You can take not. us on the tour of your park. Yeah, lovely. All right. Well, first question is from Katie Golding. Hello, Katie Golding. And she said, what childhood toy would you build a real house from? A real house? So one that you're going to live in. Holy shit. So I'm straight away thinking Lego. It's already proven that Lego oh, could nice. build quite a strong construction. They have done that some of those, haven't they? Like, I think James made one of these programmes. They built a giant... Lego house. The fact that it's James May is not even remotely surprising. No, yeah, great. they did, and it was quite all right. well constructed. Was yeah. it supplemented with Duplo though? You could have a mix. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't can you mix Duplo with blocks with Lego blocks? Oh yeah, that's part of the point of them. Try it. Oh really? Try it when you get in if you can find a Duplo that's block genius. and a Lego. I've never block. had Duplos really. Oh shit. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think all of the different pieces are compatible, but, but I, I think worth my time. Then. I think the big oblongs. You could uh, sort of have a mixture of stuff in the house, so you could have yeah. some Meccano. For your utensils you in the kitchen. You need Meccano if you're going to build anything. Yeah. That's sort yeah. Of and then useful. for like stuff like you know like mattresses and stuff, you could have like Play-Doh. I wouldn't want to sleep on Play-Doh. But what? It stinks, but what's that? <laughs> that's true. But what about toys that could be used as like mattress? Stretch oh. Armstrongs. You'd need a few of them. Just loads of Stretch Armstrongs. Make a hammock out of them. Yeah. A hammock yeah. of Stretch Armstrongs. Do, do they Stretchy have hammock. the? Do they have the tensile? I reckon you could use one to make a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. You only need one. One Stretch Armstrong sort of... to lay off. <laughs> I think the thing is, though, eventually, even Stretch Armstrong will exceed his Young's modulus. I shit you not, I did dogs. someone's whole garden. <laughs> a Stretch Armstrong. One well, end my, to the I other. Had the, I had the dog, the, his little dog, I can't remember what it was called, but at yeah, Christmas. No stretch and like, yeah, he yeah, had the he Stretch did. dog. So my brother from one Christmas got Stretch Armstrong and I got the dog. I think oh, I wanted the dog. Yeah. I think did I wanted you? it, though. I think so. Did you convince him? He was pretty cool, but he um, he burst. I've never known anyone who burst a stretch Armstrong. Yeah, well, right stretch, stretch was all right, but like, the dog, full of like flour. Inferior. It was he? full of some. Oh weird no, it was powder. full of a weird flower. Oh, it must have burst for me to know that. Yes. See, they're not yeah. they're not as invincible but, as they seem. There was a garden test. It did the whole length, fence to fence. That's impressive. 
Was, it, was, that, arm, garden, was that arm to arm? Yeah, was yeah. Was like head arm to leg? To arm. The bit okay. you meant to stretch was arm to yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. Stretch arm, so. arm strong. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It's not stretch neck strong, but <laughs> no. stretch leg strong. Oh, it is neck. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. hang on, question. What's the best toy to build a house? So we've got the bed down, just to stretch arm strong. Yeah, that's Lego what house. Meccano, you tend to like a Wallace and Gromit style Meccano stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, for your walls and that. That's sensible. Certainly, we're only allowed one. We're only allowed one. No, just what toys? Toys, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because that would have used a lot. Yeah, because then you could get some like what was that little um, train set on the wooden trains? Brio. I'd get some Brio in there because my my nephew has a Brio, and I'd have that mixed with the Meccano stuff to build. Like, do you remember um, Dick Van Dyke's uh, setup for cooking his breakfast in? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Wasn't it sort of like a miniature oh, wow, yeah. Rube Goldberg machine? Or yes, something like that? Yeah. I would have exactly that going on out of Meccano and. That sounded smart. That sounded smart. That. Yeah, I'd have that going on in there. Oh, this is just... actually sounding preferable to living in an actual house. <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah. It's more colourful. If, I, if too. I don't have to build it, if it's just there, if I decide what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, building it would be a nightmare. So yeah, because it's a nightmare. Yeah. Have you ever tried to build Meccano stuff anyway? I did when I was when I was a youngster. I put together something with Meccano. It's all moving stuff, isn't it? It's all moving. Uh, most well, there are some moving parts, not all of them. Was it uh, motorised? You could. Some of them were. Yeah. Some yeah, of it was. Well. I think I bought my brother it. a Ferris wheel once. For like, yeah, I remember the Ferris wheel. It was pretty big, and but I think yeah, I think the the motorised uh, component was always optional, though you didn't have to. So you'd have to have that for my sort of breakfast cooking. Yeah, I think design. it was really just to sort of uh, instill a, a love of engineering in kids, really. It was very good for that, yeah. I think. Yeah. But anyway, back to the house. Kitchen table, Lego, <clears throat> sofa. Yeah, you deal with that. What are you going to have for your sofas? Oh, I know. Can you used to have just an inflatable chair. Does that count as a toy? That's not a toy. It's not, no. it's not fun it's to play with an inflatable thing, chair, is it? What about a beanbag? No, it's not a toy. Uh, well, hang on. Beanbag, what about? A kit, like the little beanbags you used to have in PE that you throw about. Just loads of them. Yeah, Stack them up. Yeah. What about just a whole? Do you remember in the Disney store the pile of teddies? Oh yeah. Just have that as your sofa. Yeah, that'd be alright. I think sofa. Yeah, that could work. That could just work. like the baby fairly... baby thing. Just yeah. going. Or on. you could have a bunch of space hoppers, oh, like sort of positions. Well, space hoppers and then padded out with some play doh. Just like you know. Oh, you and play doh. That was <laughs> terrible. All right, let's move on. I think we've covered the house. Thanks for that, Katie. Excellent um, question. Next one's from Paul Perkins. Hey, Paul P. Perkins. He said, <laughs> Paul P. Perkins. Um, why do humans gravitate towards things we know are bad for us? <gasps> the illusion Holy of free shit. will. Getting deep. We like deep. to feel like we're free to do what we want. That's why. Next question. Oh, no, I think, <laughs> I think there's uh, more to it there. Addiction. I think it's because... A little bit of addiction in there. I think it's because... Um, I think it's because of metacognition. Do you want to explain that? Yeah. For people that don't understand. That's probably a good like idea. Like me. Okay, so cognition is... I know what cognition yeah, is. It's a, it's a fancy yeah. way of saying thinking, right? Yeah. Well, metacognition metaphor. is a fancy way of saying the ability to think about your own thinking. So introspection. Object- not introspection, but being able to sort of unpack your own thinking as objectively as... You, you can't be fully objective with it, obviously. Yeah. But trying to take an objective approach to why you think about things in the way that you do okay. and I think the thing is that you know let's, what's, what's a, a good example of something that is bad for us drinking alcohol alcohol right okay. I'm saying we're having this one tanning and fasters oh, as you do um, but you know where'd you get that from 
No, I can't win the park. What? It was chucked out of a window. It was literally. It was stashed under the seat. Yeah, I found it. It was a whole crate down there. Did you drink driving? Well, we had, you, a, bit of, we had a bit of fun on opening, yeah. yeah. You built the park. Well, you realise you've still got an entire unopened case down there, right? I'll get at it, boys. Yeah. Yeah, that sweet. was part of the grand opening. Oh. Them all <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that, like, alcohol, in the short run, it's very, very nice, isn't it? It's very pleasant. Yes. And it's very, very easily, very easy to compartmentalise the long-run yeah. negative effects. Hang on, but objectively, you know that you're going <clears> to <throat> feel bad the next day. Right, but the point, that's my point. That requires a certain degree of metacognitive ability, doesn't what, it? What, to know that I'm going to have a hangover? Well, if not to what know... What sort of level that, are we giving people metacognitive ability? If most people know that if they're going to, if they drink too much... Yeah, I, I see. So I would choose to have three pints because I know that the next day I've got things to do. Whereas somebody else may say, eh, fuck it, I'm out for the night. You see, for, th- for me, three pints is game over. So <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far. Um, From a man who fucking drinks moonshine and then starts seeing fucking visuals and... Yeah, but we, we already know he was, he was on LSD that night. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I do carry on. But so I mean that's just one example, I guess. And I, and I think the thing is that it's very easy. I mean maybe it's a sort of an evolutionary thing that like. Well, we just we sort of. Who the fuck? Was <laughs> that? that a car? Who's that? The car? What's the car? What does I the mean, car? I didn't understand? program her to talk. Do you know what? I agree. I'm not sure I understand either. But well, anyway, I'm... isn't it just this case of we sort of outweigh the the short term pleasure for the long term? You know, detriment. I mean, may, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe human beings, sadly, are not naturally wired for long-term thinking. Mm. I mean, we can. It's a, it's a skill you can develop. Is yeah, I think. But, you, I think it's when you get a little bit older, you start to become a bit more yeah sensible with it. But how, how but, long-term are you considering long-term thought, though? About years. Years and years and years. Years, yeah. Are you meaning like the continual consumption of something bad for you over years and years? We don't think about the negative effect that yeah, will have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not talking about me having a hangover tomorrow. No. Because exactly. I accept that. I know it's going to happen. I'll yeah, because I'm going to get you be under this yeah, seat, just, baby. I can do it. All right. So you're going for a good time. We're it's not <laughs> thinking about later on down the line. It's, it's very easy to say to yourself, I don't have a drinking problem, mm-hmm. or I don't drink too much because I only have, let's say, two pints every day. Yeah. But the fact is, I mean, even, even though that's not going to get... Most people are not going to get completely smashed on that, are they? I'll have two points to that. Yeah. But you don't do that every day, do you? Hmm. All right, well, maybe you do. <laughs> no, I don't. But, um, you know, that's not going to... Most people are not going to get completely tonto on that. So yeah. it's very easy to sort of say to yourself, well, I didn't I have not really got drunk ever. Well, not this week, so I'm basically fine. But, this is but the, the fact is, in the long run, that is going to add up and up uh, and up. Yeah, I think we need to change the thing, though, because addi- that's addiction, isn't it? That's becoming very reliant on <clears throat> yeah, alcohol. I th- well, I think the two, the two things sort of overlap, don't they? Yeah, but if it's something as right, a scenario of something that's not good for you that humans do mm-hmm. is we find people attractive that we know are full of red flags. Right. Yeah. This is very common. Everyone's had this issue before. You found someone that you really fancy, you really like them, you know they're bad for you, but you give it a go anyway. People do this all the time. Why do we do that? Well, it's the short-term thing, isn't it? It's uh, it's that it's that lack of method. That metacognitive ability can very easily get overturned by short-term. So again, it's just not it? thinking long-term. It's not. Yeah. Objectively That's looking at the situation. Bearing in mind that I am not a biologist or a neuroscientist or anything like that. So you are on this podcast. I. Well, you okay, fair enough. So I mean, everything I've said could be complete rubbish. <clears throat> you could, but so hey, if you need any advice, mate. The words research team are always available. Oh yeah, I forgot about you those know? guys. Yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. all the answers. But that's that's we don't dip into their archives enough. Yeah, if anything. But that's kind of my thing. And the thing is, the meta 
as I understand it, the metacognitive faculties can be very, very easily overturned. Turned up, overturned. Okay, I think we need to get to the point of the yeah, question. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go to another question. <laughs> but we, 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 we unpacked that to a certain Is the degree. answer we don't know? Yes, that's usually <laughs> the answer to most of the questions. Um, Matt Raven. Hello, Matt Raven. He said, what are you most looking forward to on your return from this sojourn through space and time? Three things each. Oh, three? Says. Wow. That's difficult. Well, I don't want to offend our guests, you know. Oh, we get one. We get one each, or oh, he said three things each. So we get. So it's a grand total of nine. Well, I'm not going anywhere. He's he's, he's sort of an ethereal being, forever. I should go back it, to work. You can, me, back to work. So you can go back to your ethereal. Yeah, that's literally going to work. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't think. It's not exciting for me. I've not been away. Yeah. Have we been? Has this been one of your better jobs? You seem to like having us around. So. It was getting there. It was getting there. You had a go at me a few times. <laughs> Well, yeah, we've been frustrated, mate. I can't lie. But so, yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to having some a bit of predictability back in my life. That's one. Yeah. Because we've been all over the shop. We have. Not that I haven't enjoyed some of it. You know, I've had jungle pizza. I think variety is the spice of life, my friend. Well, you're right there. There's a point to be made there. Um, I'm looking forward to my own bed. Yeah. Not be being good. flung around time and space. I haven't slept a wink. Not giving you much chance for a sleep, am I? Not really. I'm shattered. <laughs> um, and my third, being able to choose what I eat, as opposed to being given, you know, tea with cat's piss well, in. You're, you're in luck here. Cafeteria, <laughs> oh, fully stocked. Oh yeah, Everything. the Jurassic Park cafeteria. Remember that jelly? Oh yeah, got it. Oh lovely. Same stuff. Well, that's all right. I could do with that. What were you looking forward to? Um, good question. Good question. Oh, you can thank Matt for that. Yeah, it's his. Thank you, Matt. Well, I suppose a nice bottle of Chateau Neuve de Pape would be. Yeah, that's that's obviously going to be priority number one. I could eat one of them now. Yeah, but I think I'd, I'd rather enjoy it in the comfort of my own. Ooh. In the comfort of I've given you. That's a bit. I know. An entire park. Right. I know you've given us mm. an, an entirely unwarranted level of luxury in this surgery. <laughs> Absolutely. Room, you know, I like to. I, I, one of the things I like to do at home. What else do you like to do? Uh, watch telly. You've got a telly? Yeah. I've got one. Have you? Well, how do you have seen Jurassic Park? If you... Yeah, that's true. I have to do my research point. somehow. That's yeah. true. Um, I suppose. I suppose. Um, so the Chateau Neuf du Pape. Just the simple pleasure of watching telly for an evening. Mm-hmm. And maybe a decent cup of coffee, because God knows it's been a while. I think we had one in Antarctica, but it wasn't great. Uh, I think it was a cup of soup. Oh, you're right, actually, it yeah. was soup, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I left yeah. that soup in the cupboard when I stabbed all them bikes, didn't I? Yeah, that was yeah. the one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, also looking forward to not being around the sort of, you know, self confessed murderer. <laughs> that's, that's not something I'd usually deal with at home. Is it murder? Yeah. When I've made yeah. them up? Mmm. That's another question for another time, I think. Um, yeah, that's a philosophical question. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to get me started on them. Carl Smith hey, Carl. has reminded us that it's uh, close to Christmas back home. Good. And he's, uh, he's asked for Xmas, are you expecting presents or coal? Have so, we been naughty or nice this year? Well, I'd like to think I've been nice. I'd like to think that. Yeah. Have uh, we been that? <laughs> well, only Santa can judge us. Yeah. Do you know Santa? You know about him? I know him quite well. I, I see him at the yearly drink up. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, he he's, he comes along for a bit. What's his tip? What's his tipple of choice? He likes a brandy uh-huh. mixed mm. with tear Maria. 
Ooh. And a slice of lime. Oh, wow. Okay. Who else comes to this yearly get together? The usuals. It's the usuals. The usuals. It's the bunny. It's the bunny. Tooth fairy. Tooth fairy. What's she yeah. like? Loch Ness monster. Tooth fairy. Yeah. What's she like? As you'd expect. Small. Yeah. No. I, I prefer thinking it's very small. It would be creepy if it was she, like, big. She uh, fashions her clothes out of teeth. That's weird. Really, but really likes makes teeth. Sense. She doesn't do anything with them. No. Whole thing to her. <laughs> okay. She's just fascinated with. Does, teeth. Work, does she work for someone? No. Or is it just? Don't she, know where she's got her money from. Must be. She's a bit of a freak. Yeah, she loves teeth. teeth. Mm, okay. She was moaning last year. Price has gone up. Oh really? For teeth. Mm. Used to be ten pence. Then it was fifty pence. <laughs> Now, they're not getting a fiver. They're furious. Jesus, what are the kids getting nowadays for teeth? It's got to be two quid, isn't it? I, mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's in, in line with inflation or not. Mm. That's well, really the question. It's really doing her in. kid the other day told me that a tooth came out and they uh, they swallowed it. I was like, gutted. I'm not getting anything for that. You can't put it under your pillow. Oh, oh dear. You, can you not wait for it to... Reappear. Reappear? Yeah, but don't, don't you get the money... Doesn't she give you the money for the tooth? If you well, swallow it, I think you might have missed his meaning oh, there. Yeah. You mean leave a turd under the pillow? <laughs> well, How much you get for that? Go on, love. Well, maybe not that. I would see it as a lost cause if you swallowed the tooth. Um, the question was, are we going to get coal or presents? What do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Well, obviously a nice check shirt. I you haven't got enough of that. I is. really don't have enough, yeah. <laughs> A nice check shirt. Do you think yeah. you'll be getting one of them? Oh, I hope so, you know. Or a dirty great piece of coal. Well, you know, is coal a, a tradable commodity? <laughs> would you be, the right people. Would you be happy it. with it? Well, what, a, tra- a lump of coal? <laughs> okay, you can coal for Christmas. Well, I mean, I don't know what the going rate for a lump of coal is. We could look into it. Yeah, but, um, well, that's, you know, maybe, you know, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's... Um, you know, that lump of coal could be quite useful. You're weighing useful. up actually enjoying a lump of coal. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not really going to enjoy it. Just in my, case my, you have been my, a bastard. My, my point is, I, it could be exchanged for you know, currency, liquid currency, which could then be exchanged for several check shirts. <laughs> what is it with check shirts? Oh, I just like them. Yeah, Christmas. but do you not like anything what? else? No, nah, not really. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I want... Nah, I don't know. Every Nothing. year, every time my mum... My mum asks me, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't know, mate. It's nothing. Just quite content with nothing. I like it being a surprise, you know? It's more fun having someone struggle to guess what you want and then them get it wrong and everyone's disappointed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) No, I don't know. I always just say, to anyone that's buying me a present ever, I'm always just like, something Liverpool-related, something tour-related... Something painting related that's useful, you can't really miss. Okay, well, these are fairly. You know I mean, I've well, bought, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good. Yeah. That's a quite a good steer actually, because yeah, it allows like, an element of surprise. Exactly, but you know, roughly, and you'll get something. It needs yeah. to be a steer. You can't just say I don't yeah. mind. You've got to have a steer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah exactly. Steer. That, that infuriates me. That does. Mm. Someone says, "Oh, whatever," or just yeah, give no. me something. I'll give just, a, just get me something you think reminds me of me. Or relatives who say, "Oh, don't get me anything." Oh. Yeah. yeah, they'd be annoyed if you didn't. Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, I do say I don't want anything, but <laughs> it, in reality, I do. Yeah, of course you do. I, want I think it's more that we just don't want to spend the time thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good That's it. <laughs> I think you're both getting presents this year. Oh, <clears> that's that's you've been pretty nice. We spent most of the year with you. Yeah, yeah. you're going to put so in a good word for us. I'll, see, I'll see the big man in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll probably see him next week. Yeah. Awesome. 
We'll give him if it's nearly Christmas time. Give him our best. We'll have to get you home before then, unless oh, you want to come to the party. I don't know, two furry sounds are weird. <laughs> I don't know if you want to yeah, hang out. keep her away from the absinthe. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. You want to keep me away from the absinthe? Absinthe? Absinthe. Need to keep me away from these fosters. I can't even say absinthe. Um, yeah, so the next question is from Emily. Hello, Emily. And she was saying another fairly deep one. How, to, how do you combat anxiety and self-consciousness? Uh, personally? <laughs> Well, you can transform into anything, so I'm sure you don't have much problem with being self-conscious. Yeah, just being the oh, thing that I, don't I, know. I wasn't. I don't know. Or is he have a bigger problem with it? I mean, it, yeah. Deep Space Nine, you've watched that, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course you have, come on. <laughs> Constable Odo. Yeah. He's a, he's a changeling, isn't he? Yeah. He's a little changeling. Well, no, he's, he's, he's not a little changeling. He's sort of a fully-sized anthropomorphised changeling. Okay. But he's not the po- very happy? No, no, no. He's, so what's the issues? Well, uh, one issue is that he's the only changeling he's aware of. In, oh, okay. The, I don't have that problem. He's the, on, he's the only one, no, he's the only known changeling in the Alpha Quadrant. Right. Which, you know, it's quite a big area, as you can probably imagine. Um, Sounds massive. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, he was discovered by um, either a Cardassian scientist or a Bajoran scientist. A Cardassian scientist. I know, right? And... Um, Oh, wait, what do you call that dinosaur over there? Oh, well, you tell me. <laughs> well, so he grew I up, don't know. So he grew up in a lab, basically. Yeah, essentially right. performing parlour tricks for people. Changed into things in that. Yeah. I'm sure this is like, really helping Emily deal with anxiety. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that sort of like being able to assume... Why was he anxious, though? Well, just, I mean, the fact that he doesn't know his own... He doesn't know what his roots are. So are you he, saying, to deal with anxiety, you should know yourself... Well, that probably helps. On a very deep level, and be confident in yourself, well, and like yourself. A bit of self, self, uh, a bit of self knowledge, I suppose, is self understanding is, is always helpful. So I the think. deeper you can understand yourself, the I think the more in touch you can be with I think the external it is, world. It is more, yeah, absolutely, and I think it's a lot more conducive to uh, good results. Really, That's, I know that's like really, really unbelievably vague, and probably <coughs> no, not. I think really we should. I think. <coughs> talking earlier to someone about this and uh or the other day you know as we were flying through time and space or whatever fuck off um (laughs) it was him (laughs) and um you know we were saying when we spend a lot of time worrying about what other people think about us but when you actually think about when you're talking to someone or in someone's company you're not sitting there deconstructing their character Mm. you're more worried about what how they're seeing you that's very true so when you you know logically no, they're not sitting there thinking about you they're worrying about themselves so it is we do kind of tend to I guess the self-conscious thing it's more it's not really something that we you meet in the middle with someone and suddenly go oh I was thinking you're a bit of a knob and they go oh it's just funny because I was just thinking I hate you like you're more sitting there worrying about yourselves so it's uh, yeah. yeah really I mean if you can, I suppose if you can keep that in your head all the time, then you'd worry less mm. about what people think because you'd realise they're not thinking about you, they're thinking about themselves. That's just what we I do. mean, I, th- I think a more general... I think... Here's, here's a more solid bit of advice, I would say. Cheers. So mine was... Yeah. Mine was well, no, I mean, it's, I don't think it's bad advice. It's advice. It's flimsy as play, though. I don't think it's... I don't think it's bad advice, but... Cool. Right. Let's, let, let, let's be honest, in this area, 
we are all laymen, are we not? With what? We are laymen in the yeah, area with, of, what was it, anxiety and self-consciousness, or how to manage them. How okay, to yeah. Essentially, right? right? I, I honestly think, you know, maybe the most sensible advice is to maybe consult people who are not laypersons. No, people. she wants to consult us. Yeah, exactly. We, we've got the answers. <laughs> and then I, I would say, we, it, it's, you say, talk to a professional. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's the ethical answer. Well, yeah, well, obviously, you know, counselling and therapy is going to help anyone with yeah. stuff like that. But I think, like, when you say we're layman's, I'm someone that has struggled with anxiety. Yeah. So I would, like, I'm not saying I know I know what works for everyone because everyone's different. But the, the thing that happens a lot of the time is you get put in situations that do make you anxious, mm. so that you can overcome it and see that you were worrying about nothing, and then the next time you worry less and blah blah blah. It just goes on, you know, you know. It's, I suppose it's the same with when people have phobias and stuff and then they're forced to face them and then they realise I don't need to be scared of that train anymore. your chimp that's what it all comes down train to train your brain chimp train yeah. your chimp I would recommend reading The Chimp Paradox actually see there's some, there's some advice a solid bit of advice seek help read The Chimp Paradox okay it explains everything about how your brain is wired to have who's, anxieties who's the, who's the chimp paradox by I'm going to have to get back to you um, okay Stephen. Oh, Stephen. He's great. Just Steve. Um, no, I can't remember. Um, Steve. Chin Paradox, though. Fantastic book. Um, it's, it's pinch of salt stuff. Some things are a bit crazy, but the guy is a neuro specialist and deals with anxiety, social issues. Well, there you go. There's a solid piece of. Um, great you know, book. There's some direction there for you, Emily, That's and anyone one. else. Yeah. Um, and also. Don't worry, we're all we're all thinking we're all shitting ourselves, so yeah, it's all good. Don't worry, we're all in this together, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, right on. How about that? Let's right have on. a let's have a triple five, all in it together, boys. Yeah, yeah. You got twice. I did. Let's give you another one so you don't feel left out. Thank you. Lovely stuff. Well, we, where's this T Rex in? I thought we. Oh, you, you, yeah, well, which... that's the grand unveiling later. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's do another question then. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Um. Oh, another one from Katie Golden. Hey, Katie Golden. Can I Actually, can a couple I, Hang here. on, hang on. Can I just <clears throat> turn your attention to you can, the yes. right window? Yeah, I've been waiting for a bit of tour guiding. out here. Drew, I'd like you to explain this dinosaur to me. What does it look like to you? Um, <laughs> right, well, where to begin? Yes, where start would you begin it, on this Start one? with its face. What does I, his face look like, Drew? The, his face? Um, a striking resemblance to Les Dennis. Wow. That is a part of the genome, I think, for this dinosaur. I'll just say, Dennis. I think the wheels are a nice touch. You like that, do you? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was they're not very quick. A little bit off guard, I've been caught by that, but, you know, it's, well, uh, you know... The Les Dinosaurus. The Les I Dennis. did notice, in the films... The, the, the three-wheeled Les Dinosaurus. Yeah. In the films, <laughs> the dinosaurs yeah. kept up with the vehicles quite well. They did, actually. In reality, they ain't running that fast. No? So I had to oh, stick given, some wheels you've, you've done, on. Oh, you've okay, yeah. out there. Just in oh. case we need to reenact some of those scenarios, they were never going to keep up with the car, mm. so I had to make sure they had a bit of a, a bit of a chance. So we've got Les Dennis on wheels, thank you. Who's, what was the next question? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sentence I've ever heard before. <laughs> so we've got Les Dennis on wheels, next. Um, yeah, Katie Golden had a couple here. She said, do you have a favourite glass to drink out of? Depends what I'm drinking. Okay. You know, so there's certain... Asked, answered the question with another question? No. Yeah. Well, the thing is... What am I, I drinking, I, I have... Katie? Tell me. <laughs> no, am I, I drinking was, wine? I was going to volunteer a number of suggestions. Go on, then. So, I mean, 
I've got a mug that I particularly like to drink coffee out of, just because it probably just out of habit. Really I've got about thing. five that I like to drink out of. Okay, what coffee? Or tea. Okay, fair enough. Well, like I say, there's one I always gravitate towards first, probably because it's quite a big mug, so I get feel like I'm getting a decent drink out of it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, if I'm drinking... You like a big vessel. Yeah. If I'm drinking a beer, I like a tall tumbler, or yeah, preferably big enough to hold a pint in it. Uh, pint glass, I call that. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is there a name for it? <laughs> Holy shit. Tumbler. Right, a tall tumbler that could hold a pint. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to save me... A bit more social embarrassment when I go to the pub. Excuse me, barman. Barman. You got a tall tumbler. A tall tumbler. <laughs> a tall you want tum- a pint glass, mate. Well, a tall tumbler of your Irish porter, please. <laughs> you want a pint of Guinness? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Um, <coughs> what else? Uh, what about milk. Milk. You wouldn't have that out of the pint glass, would you? I have to say, I don't drink milk on its own often. No. That's disgusting, no. they say. Squash? I can't remember the last time I had squash. What the fuck else do you drink? Do you just drink beer and coffee? Beer, coffee, water, wine, brandy, whiskey, moonshine, uh, the occasional vodka tonic. (laughs) Oh, cheeky. Yeah. But each of them has has a glass, has a kind of glass that I generally gravitate towards. Yeah, fair. Uh, The only, I think tea and coffee are the only ones which are sort of interchangeable, really. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Her other question was if you could have an annoying song as your to wake you up in the morning oh, what would be the most annoying song and I've always said um, uh, Prison Song by System of a Down just because you've got straight away you've got done so you go oh I'm awake and then it goes silent for and a minute then you've, and then you've just as you're about to put your head back on the pillow uh, dun, 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 oh dun, no you'd be like fuck off and then that would be you'd be up sorry you'd be up that would be awful actually <laughs> yeah that's, that's always been my answer to that question yeah I don't think I can make I mean, I, I was thinking of a different song, but I can't think of anything more worse than that, frankly. It's pretty bad, isn't it? It's a shame, because I quite like that song. Yeah, I like the song. I mean, I, I imagine remember, waking up to it. I, remember, I, peop, I know a lot of people like to set songs, that they, their favourite songs, as, like, ringtones no, never or do alarm, that. alarms. Never do but it's that. it's like, you're never ever going to... You're going to develop a conditioned response <laughs> to that particular kind of music yeah, whenever yeah. you hear it after yeah, that, no, you know? And it's like, idea. no, no, that's a terrible idea. But I just, like... If I, you know, when you like, you've set an alarm sound on your phone or something, and then when you're going through to change it and it starts playing the one that you have, you're instantly angry because you've just heard it. Like, so yeah, you don't want that with a song that you actually like. Come on now. Um, Paul Perkins, again. Paul Perkins. How do you think your future self will remember your current self? (sighs) How about that? Unpack that. It could go many ways. <clears throat> Depends how you consider time, really. Well, I mean, you better, you better get snappy because I can see we, that T Rex paddock approaching. Oh dear. Well, how, how, put it this way: let's say, let's say, for sake of argument, that we um, we're talking maybe a ten-year stretch, maybe something like that. Yeah, that's okay. So ten years so in the future. How old are well, you now? I'm thirty-five now, so in ten years. So I'll be forty-five. 45. How is that guy going to be looking back at this guy? Well, I think something a way that informs me is. What do I think about the 25-year-old me? And what do you think about the 25-year-old? <laughs> you can't wait to have a go at your 25-year-old self, can you? Have a word with yourself, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, basically. Get a grip of yourself, son. Go on then, carry on. Um, and I expect, I confidently expect that 45-year-old me will probably have much the same opinion of 35-year-old me. When do you think that stops? I'm not sure it ever does. 
even we're always looking back. Come on, Patrick so. Stewart ain't looking back at fifty-year-old Patrick Stewart and going, "You were an idiot." He's never been an idiot. No, that's, <laughs> that's, he's got to well, be thinking, "What a legend." I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. I'd like yeah. to believe that's true. Yeah. So surely you get to a point where you just think, "I've been all right for the last thirty years." That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I'm hoping that's where you yeah. get to. So. I mean, we always look back at things and go, oh, maybe things would be different if I did this or did that. But do, do you ever really regret anything? Or do you just go, I'm here because I'm here in this way? Like, I'm, I wouldn't be... I th- well, I mean, people often say no regrets. It's, it's different if you're lying in a ditch with, like, you know, needles sticking in your own. You can, oh, I probably shouldn't have taken that first hit. Mm-hmm. It was but it was terribly mordish. But just being like, a bit... You, do, you know what I mean? But if you look at our lives, you know, I think we're all fairly well-adjusted adults. Reasonably. And... And you're clearly a well-adjusted, you know, but mystical guy, being travelling through time and space. But, I mean, but, going know, back to what you said a moment ago, you're the only right? one I've met. I don't have much to base that on. You might be yeah. a right cunt. <laughs> going to, back to what you said a moment ago, though, yeah. you said, you know, do, you know, do you have, a, you know, do do you all have regrets or something like that? Right. What? Do you even listen to me? Yeah, you said you said, <laughs> you said something on the subject of regrets. Or yeah, I said, yeah. Did you know what I said though? I've, Forget. <laughs> I got the general gist of it. And I, think, I said we all look back on things and go, I could have done that differently. Okay. But, and then I said, but do you ever really regret it? Well, that's that was it. That was it. Okay, yeah. so go on. Um, I think there are certainly people who always say no regrets, don't they? Mm-hmm. People do say that. I, the older I get, the more maybe I think they're possibly in denial when they say that. Yes, they've got something they regret. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And they're repressing that memory yeah. or thing they did that they regret. Why do you think that's. You're, do you I, think that. I agree. The older that. you get, you think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but yeah. why is it. Do you think. Is it did, because in the, when you were younger, did you used to agree with that statement? Like yeah. Regret, oh, right? yeah. I used yeah, to entertain yeah, yeah. the notion. So now when regrets. you're getting older, why do you suddenly think that's bollocks and they're just it's in denial? Because I think. The, I, I just find through experience the people who tend to say it habitually. Mm. Are the ones who would have good cause to have regret. regretful choices with their lives. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah as yeah, I yeah. said, you know. I mean, here's, here's a. You, as I said, you wouldn't be lying in a ditch covered yeah. in needles going. No regrets. No regrets. Here's a semi topical <laughs> example. Okay. Uh, everyone's favourite metal musician at the moment, Rob Flynn. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, he. Um, yeah, well, you know the song Imperium. Yeah. Yeah, let's not spend too long on Rob Flynn. Now. Because he annoys me just talking about it. Right? And yeah. you know he's got he's starting his own podcast, weirdly enough. Yeah, oh God. And it's called No... Don't, let's not plug him. It's, it's called No Fucking Regrets. I know, but it's important... What are you doing? It's important, it's important though, that, that the name is put in there. He's, right, he, you know, it's, it's a, it seems to be an habitual mantra of his, doesn't it? Right? right, yeah. And my point is that I think most people in the heavy metal, people who follow his career, or have mm. followed his career, would probably say there have been some missteps along the way. Yeah, some of them, particularly public missteps and all the rest of it. Yeah, I'm sure he regrets single two. So I think he's a very good example of someone who you know habitually will say no regrets ever, but objectively probably has would have good cause to have them. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And I, and I find not obviously not just with celebrities and famous people, but it's people who um, I guess people who I just encounter day to day, right? Mm-hmm. It's a similar sort of thing, you know, they say, no regrets. But it's like, they only ever tend to say that when they're on the subject of something that's gone horribly wrong in their lives. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And Yeah, I kind of see that mantra as, and it's I'm a, not going to I think this. I think maybe it's rooted in sort of like, not wanting to admit that you made a mistake. Possibly. Or at least not being able, or not wanting to acknowledge it. 
But my, my one thing I'll say on that is, I don't think... I think it's only something to be regretted if you don't learn from the mistake. Mm-hmm. So this okay. is why, when people say, I don't regret anything, they could also be the kind of person that at least has learnt from their mistakes. I was going to get to that, because I don't necessarily regret things I did unless I didn't act on it and deal with it. And change it, In yeah. a way that made me better. So the things that I did that were silly in my youth, actually... When you were, like, forged, 250... Yeah, when I was around 200-ish, yeah. they forged to become a 700. Yeah. Because without that experience, a bad thing... I might not necessarily regret it now because it happened. I did it, but I took something from it. If I didn't do it, would I be this yeah, it's only, well-adjusted? See, yeah, if I, you I, keep repeating the same shit, then yeah. fair enough. And if you're saying, yeah, no regrets, it's like, no, you don't regret it because you basically just enjoy making the same mistake. I think maybe <laughs> then the healthy approach is to sort of accept that regret is just going to be a natural part of life. Yes, and, 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 not, and not try to sort of... I deny it. Yes. You know? Yeah, and I, 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 there is, there's things in, that in, I, in my life that I would say I do regret. Yeah. But it's but, but the thing is, I think it's important not to dwell on it. Dwell, like, yeah, that doesn't get you anywhere. You, see, you have to accept the you fact that we it. make mistakes, so just learn from it and try to move on from there. But yeah, don't deny it. Yeah. That's so actually, would, you know. part, so 45 year old Drew may be very similar to 35 year old Drew in that regard because you still you carry a very healthy, balanced view of the world. Right, but so you know, well, we'll see Still because I mean, okay. you know, 25 year old Drew would have been like, Yeah, Rob Flynn's got the right idea, man. Yeah, but what 25 year old is a well adjusted member of society? Some people are at 25, some people have really got their shit together at 25. Do they? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would love to see somebody with their shit really together at that age. Um, Myrie Black. She, Somebody that she's. I know. She, <laughs> she yeah. is. I can't remember what constitu- yeah, constituency she is, but she is MP, Scottish MP. She was. She came. She got elected to Parliament. Well, we're in, arriving at the paddock, by the way. So. Oh, good. Let's have a look at this T Rex then, eh? What do we do? Sure. Do we get out of the van? Or we stay yeah, get in? out of the van. All right. I'm, that's, gonna let's, set, I'm just going to set that to open, auto drive. Open just doors. To pop down the road a little bit. Cool. Right, I'll bring, me, I'll bring me can. Yeah, grab your can, grab your Lovely. bits. Just sending that off down the road. Cool, he's a big fella. He's, he is, isn't he? He is. Now, if you just step back a little bit, I'm oh, just going to push a button. Okay, what's the button? He's, he's just surprised what the button does. Oh, okay. He knows what the button does. Does he? Yeah. He looks like he knows. He so looks I'm excited. Just, just a little, he is excited, yeah. Right, he's okay. got a little party trick. Okay. Can't wait to see it. There's a bit in Jurassic Park that I really yeah. liked. Yeah. But I couldn't recreate it very well because my fences are really good. Oh, okay. So I made this button. Mmm. And when I press it, yeah, oh, you, you'll see what happens. Go on, mate. Just press this. Ignore the loud noise that it makes when I press this button. Okay, no Excuse me. Here we go. Oh. oh, hang on. What are you doing? He's coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Would, get, get back in the van. Get back in the van. Oh, bad. Yeah. I've set that off. What do you mean? Right, leg Wait, it. my can. <laughs> right. right, leg it. <laughs> Dinosaurs, dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. Oh, what about it? What about it, listeners? A little something for your ears. Will the travelers make it out of their latest peril unscathed? Or will they end up like a Martin Ferrero? 
being picked up from the tubes of a legendary T-Rex. Like a, like a, like a Ferrero Rocher, you might say. Sit back, listener, as we continue down this rabbit hole of mystery, spinning into more and more conundrums, trifles and the pickles. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your testicles. Behind the rock, behind the rock, behind the rock. Noises. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought I was. <laughs> behind the rock, behind the rock. Oh, Jesus. God damn. Right, well, he seems to have scarfed <laughs> Oh dear. Why did we trust him? I don't it was know. going so well. And then we did, we fell for that bullshit. And then how's that how's that for another session? There you go, yeah. yeah. There's one saying I regret. Well, this, this he's, 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 walk, if we, yeah, he's walking off. All right, we're good. Let's do. We'll do some more. Quite, try and fit some more questions in. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, so we're up against the clock because you know you're about to get gobbled up, aren't we? So we All need right, to get as many questions in as possible. We'll get another one in. So we got Carl Smith again. Hello, Carl Smith. He again. said, given that the environment is on its ass, if you had a time machine, when would you go back to? What changes would you make, and what ripple effects do you think it would have? Oh shit! Well, that's. <clears throat> That's a big one. Um, I suppose the big one really would be the Industrial Revolution, wouldn't it? That's so. What would you What would you change there? It's difficult, isn't it? The thing is, the thing is, without the Industrial Revolution, there are massive structural changes to society that can't happen without it. Well, there's the uh, ripple effects. Well, those are the ripple effects. What are talking about? And first order, second order tertiary consequences mm -hmm. of, of interfering with that I can't even begin to compute what they might be yeah it's a very difficult thing to try and comprehend isn't it because you don't know the ripple effect yeah. of certain things not happening you know like let's just say for example like you know cars yeah you can't imagine a world without that because we've well, well, certainly in our lifetime, that's all we've well, so known. The world, you know, the world suddenly gets smaller if you've got a car, doesn't it? Exactly. But then, if we're talk as he's talking about the environment, mm. that surely would have, if that was none of that, yeah. that would definitely have helped substantially, not having all that going on. Should we just make some stupid bollocks up? Well, go on, you're great at that. Let's okay, <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Okay, instead of the Industrial Revolution, let's say... Um, they completely by accident stumble on a completely inexhaustible and more to the point um, free uh, more to the point um, renewable inex inexhaustible supply of energy that can be harnessed without any byproduct harmful byproducts or any ill effect in the environment well, but that's just a, that's you saying and let's call it let's call it Jeff <laughs> in honor of Jeff Goldblum all right fair enough okay yeah. now assuming that there is a system a societal system in place so that uh, private interests are not able to uh, monopolise it. Yes. Or no single party is able to monopolise and it's essentially abundant for absolutely everyone for any purpose whatsoever. Mm. Then that would be wonderful. True. Well, that's a pretty good answer. I'm um, going to say T-Rex is looming. There is a... Uh, don't eat us. The giant T-Rex. We've discovered Jeff. You remember the... Save the world. Speaking of Jeff, you remember that bit in uh, Jurassic Park with the... Uh, Big class shit. Vaguely. Oh, oh really? no, 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 no. But we're gonna get. He's coming back. 
is if we, if we, if we, you know, climb into the huge bowl Climb in there, safe, hidden. What do you reckon? I think on your feet, because he seems to have spotted. All right. In we pop. Turds galore, then go on. <laughs> Bombs away. Here we go. He's past us. He's walking past. Christopher. Mm hmm. We shan't speak of this again. No, no, no hopefully no one's. Oh, wait, he's back. Oh, crap. He might not want it. Oh. Why are you in the poo? <laughs> well, you may ask. Why do you so. think? What was that shit? I mean, not this shit. What was that shit? He, he's not meant. He wasn't going to hurt you. The T Rex. The, the, the flesh eating monster. Yeah, no, we don't eat flesh. Right. They're all vegetarian. Right. He literally had a message in his little hands. Did he? Did he? Over <laughs> to bring I didn't it. see that, did funny he, enough. He did, yeah. It was, I, I had a little bit of bunting between his hands. Right. Did you run away from it? What did it say? Oh, it said, of course you enjoy, ran away your, from him. enjoy your trip home, Chris and Drew. Right. From all of us here at Jurassic Park. Was that his surprise? That was his surprise, yeah. Will you forgive us for, you know, why, why, running why, why into... Why would I let a live T-Rex out of a cage that's going to Why eat? would you? Why would you? you think, exactly. I don't know. Well, I mean, it might be related to the fact that you have put us in some form of dire peril. What's that in there? Nine. It might be related to the fact that <laughs> you have put us in dire peril on no less than, no fewer than eight separate occasions. <laughs> I put you in no peril when we were in the Arctic. Mm. No, that's true. We got a week off. All right, seven separate <laughs> occasions. I had you in a lovely cafe. In France, we were about to get eaten by an angry mob. Yeah, you, you threw piss on the. <laughs> did swing a bucket of piss. Yeah, on someone. so it was not exactly. Yeah, cake. We did have cake. Listen, that. point was. I don't think the, I don't think the cake thing mitigates that. There's a one. very there's a bigger question. We're covered in shit. Now. Why did you climb in a poo? Because it was like we'll be able to hide. He was coming back. We were only had the rock for cover, and he'd gone past us one way, and then we'd, we're and exposed. And also, we're probably far less. He was looking for now. you because he had his little message. Well, we, how are we to know? Look at his hands. All I saw was of this big fuck off big, teeth. Big chompers coming at yeah. us. Well, that impossibly large maw well, bearing the down us inexorably. Thinking that you'd uh, be sensible about something. Oh yeah, it's our, it's, it's our fault again. Fuck's sake! I got another question here from from, from a Q. Who's that? I don't know. We never read a question from Q, but it says, uh, "What makes you think you're any more intelligent than a dinosaur?" Drew specifically. Me? Yeah. I, mean, no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't do I really? I do not. How do you measure IQ? There you go. That's a good question. I mean, it's, I mean, was it intelligence or IQ? I, that's interesting. I imputed IQ into the question, but it's not actually mentioned in there, you is it? You probably got that from the name Q. Maybe. The maybe that's it. So maybe that reveals more about me than I realised. Um, but the fact is, IQ... IQ tests, they only really measure your your uh, ability at IQ tests. They don't really... Yeah, what what um, practical application is an IQ test? Um, apart from measuring your ability to do your aptitude at IQ tests, none whatsoever. I suppose you is can... Is there some sort of... Um, you can join Mensa if you score 160 or higher or something like that. But there is a general higher intelligence associated with being good at IQ tests, is there not? There is, 
but we are getting into the rather thorny issue of, I mean, if we define intelligence as aptitudes for sort of certain things. So let's say, let's say for instance, I remember specifically David Beckham's famous free kick in 2002 or 2001 that got England into the World Cup finals. Oh, against Greece. Against Greece, right? I remember seeing an article in one of the newspapers where um, a team of um, physicists or engineers or IT people computer types I don't know but they huge difference huge difference. There, but yeah. but the point is smart people they they, they, made, they made a point <laughs> of, of saying that that perfectly weighted and curved free kick mm-hmm. you know mm. perfect angle perfect level of power absolutely perfect yeah unimprovable mm-hmm. basically and they were saying that the calculations that a computer or a machine would need to do to replicate that exact free kick mm-hmm are unfathomable. Well, now, yeah. this is the thing. David Beckham is not famous for being what many <laughs> people would be considered, what many people would consider a particularly cerebral individual, right? <laughs> it's true. I like the way you word it. Because yeah. of his tiny little intellect. Go on. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, he's, you know, he's not conventionally intelligent, but he also has the ability to... But that's skill, But what is well, skill? I, I think there's, there's, a, there's a certain millions of calculations. Yeah, yeah but it's not. It's not. It though. is. No, yeah, but he didn't. He's not calculating it in the not, same way. Not consciously. Is he? Not consciously. It's just practicing something so much that okay. you know. So is, like, is intelligence conscious application of? Well, that this, is, this is what I'm saying. You but know. like you said, that's what I mean. There's two I think, different I things. Think, there. I think that's what people sort of typically imagine it. Are you saying that David Beckham's as smart as a computer? It might be. Um, technically, you're all smarter than any computer. That's, okay, that's absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. what gives the computer the intelligence in the first place? The computer can't do the same calculation as a human being can. So that's true. It can make it can do maths problems very well. Is this the thing of, from iRobot, the whole emotional uh, thing? Well, the positronic brain invented by Asimov ah. is Mon-jus. very interesting, but completely impossible. Okay. You can't do that level of calculation that a brain can do with a computer ever. I don't believe we can ever achieve that level. Of it's mad, isn't it? And I suppose if you if, if you could, you know, literally construct a mind mm. from the ground up, that carries very grave ethical implications. I feel. I think that's the least of the problems. Do you think so? When it comes to constructing a mind, yes. If we could create something as complex as the human brain, the ethics have to take a backseat. Because we, because we have to. Well, we, we could do uh, it. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, yeah, you wouldn't feel anything about that, bad, good about that, would you? As soon as ethics come into play, you're Captain Ethical. Captain Sensible. Captain Sensible. I know. But science would have to prevail. Progress at all costs, is that what you're Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Ooh, again, I don't know about that, man. If a positronic brain that Asimov described could be invented. And what. What's the, what good do you think it would, it would do? could make the robot. That would be cool, but well, you need a, a bit more functional that. application to everyday life, doesn't it? In what, in, in, anything. in what terms? Anything. Such as, give me an example. Transport, medicine. Okay, so uh, these, these robots with positronic brains, are they... Um, well, define robot first. Uh, Slave. Okay, well, that, there you go. That's, so, is it ethical to create a self-aware race of slaves? You wouldn't make himself aware. Can you? In the do- same sense as a human. Is that ethical? Yeah. 
It's your hoover. <laughs> Henry's got if a I, face. If I've got a little Roomba that can go from room to room making choices at a very basic level, is that unethical? But does the programming inside a Roomba, is that sufficient to qualify as a mind? Depends what we're talking about when it comes to a mind, I guess. I mean, is, do, I mean do you define mind simply by the sophistication of the programming? When it becomes or the as... complexity of it. Yes, when it becomes as autonomous as a living being, are we so, that's when it gets... It feels like we're sort of move, drifting in the direction of the Alan Turing test here a little bit. Turing test is easily faked, then. You could easily pass a Turing test with a broken yeah, now. Yeah, you could, you could, could now. But I mean, uh, I, bear in mind that Alan Turing was a little bit ahead of his time. Yes. And, uh, you know. Um, but... Ah, it doesn't sit right with me, the, ethically. So if we, so just... if we, let's go into Asimov's world. We've built the positronic brain. Yeah, it'd be great. But we've got um, what was that? What was the robot that went off and got into the the Law One and Two dilemma? Uh, Speedy, the robot Speedy ended yeah. up in this problem. So, re- re- maybe remind the listeners what the the ro- laws of robotics are. So the first law of robotics is no harm can be done to a human. Second law of robotics is that no harm can come to the human by inaction. The human by inaction by the robot. And the third law of robotics is the robot can never put itself in danger unless unless the law one or two are in play. Yes. Yeah, so, so if a human is in danger, the robot can sacrifice the ro- itself. Yeah, the robot cannot endanger itself unless refu- unless refusing it to endanger itself would conflict with the first or second law. Correct. So in a toss-up between laws three and any of the others. The others, the others always take precedence, yes. Yeah. So, so which one do you reckon is not possible? The laws are possible. But okay, so you, you the, made, the, you... the laws are absolutely possible. Yeah. You can program that into anything. But you made a point about the laws, I think. Yeah, where was I going with that? I can't remember. Shit, I've derailed you, sorry. Go on, have a question here about fucking dinosaurs. Uh-huh. I was enjoying that. Should we move on? <laughs> well... Would you right, write in, listeners, if you want to hear me and Drew talk more about robots. It's, uh, it's from Q again, though. <laughs> oh, so it, might, it will probably end up back on robots somehow. Who's would you rather make with a velociraptor or a sauropod? Which one's the sauropod? What? Well, what is a sauropod? I was doing the impression of one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Never do for that the, again. For the listeners that can't... Yeah, see me. This is fantastic. I was trying to fantastic radio here. I was trying to stretch my neck out. That was it. <laughs> long, long necks, big bodies. The windy leg, the long mover. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, are they? Did, are they? Do they? Are they superficially similar to like the Brontosaurus or the Diplodocus? Or? You went to Brontosaurus. I was really hoping you would. Oh really? Was that? Well, <laughs> he's going. Well. Brontosaurus, uh-huh. technically declassified. Is that right? Yes. But you feel like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Massively. Well, it was reclassified because of the uproar of removing Brontosaurus. But it was deemed that the Brontosaurus that we all know and love is actually just an apatosaur. Is that right? Yeah. Oh shit. Same thing. I had no idea. But then they brought it back and went, ah, you can have that. Yeah. Like Pluto. I was going to say, it's a little bit similar, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Give us that, we want our Pluto back. Yeah, you got rid of the Brontosaurus. It's a planet. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you can Which go. You, do you want to carry on? Do you want to shag? Do you want to shag? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Because this day's going to get a bit more exciting. Based and, on and, your and a bit more weird by the sound of it. I always used well. to wonder, you have like little toy dinosaurs as a kid and be like, how does that work? <laughs> That's yeah. the we don't know. Going up there. <laughs> no, we don't know how they Yeah, no, we don't. We assume like they enormous... have a cloaca. Oh. That's the assumption. Filthy. But okay, which one is least likely to, to result in serious physical harm, danger, or death? Well, let's be honest, Drew. The sauropod's not going to feel much, is it? I mean, no offence. No offence to you, but he's 30 tons. He, she, whatever you want. We're not, to, we're not 30, here to judge. 30 tons. No I mean, who's, who's, who's on top? <laughs> well, you don't want the sauropod on top, do you? Certainly not, no. So you're going to have to take charge of that situation. <laughs> oh, no, so now listen here, sauropod. <laughs> Standing under his belly. <laughs> you listen uh, here. Right. Assume the position. <laughs> what is the position? Well, I don't know. I've never shagged a sauropod before. <laughs> I'm just busking it from this point. <laughs> so you've ruled out the velociraptor completely. Oh, yeah, that would be no well. chance. I, would, no, I mean, no, no. size-wise, that probably would have been more feasible. But he's a lot more aggressive. Well. He's got that big claw. That's that, that tappy one. Yeah. Oh, the one he that, opens the door with in Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park. The, the sound of like a million children's nightmares. That, yeah, that tappy claw. Well, um, yeah, we've uh, reached the end of our questions. Good. I, I enjoyed the questions this week. It was a good bunch, wasn't it? Is it all? Is it a really good chat? I didn't really give you much of a tour of the park. Not there really. You questions. just sort of led us to that. We've jumped in a we pile went, of shit to escape a dinosaur we didn't need to. We apparently. went straight to the climax. I had loads on that tour. There was all sorts: Triceratops. Yeah. That ones. one that spits at you. That spitty one was there. Yeah. Glad we didn't see him. He was going to spit at the car. We'll do love a sword. Yeah. We went straight past Newman. Oh, he's out with the time. Newman. Newman. That's what his the, name. Busted out Brontosaurus, but, you know. Newman. Newman. Is he the one that gets spat at? Yeah, the no, one. No, his uh, name was Dennis. No, he's, uh, he's Newman from either Cheers or oh, something. Oh, that, that, his other okay. character. He was okay. called Dennis. He's Dennis. He's to Newman. Anyway, yeah. I'm glad you got to that by the end of the podcast, though. Yeah. I think it's Newman. I think I could have just fucked oh, up. Oh, give it a rest. <laughs> I'm anyway, gonna, I'm not we've, go we've, we've, do, we've indulged you. We've been to your Jurassic Park. Have you enjoyed That means next week we arrive home, yes? Yeah, I guess so. That's it. This I guess is, that's it. This is the... Uh, maybe in time for Christmas. Holy shit. The penultimate adventure for you. Yeah. Because your final adventure is space. Oh, good. Fun. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's been watching too much Star Trek, hasn't he? Or what's the, what's your, not enough. Or not enough, yeah. What's your, uh, what's, what's your old MacGuffin this week, then? Well, I, I, had, I had a nice one that fit the uh, the situation quite well. Go on. Got me. We, we stick. Ah, we the stick amber... With the mosquito the, With the it. caveman spunk. Yeah. Lovely. Could you, could so you got do the, me a favour? Could I you? I don't like the way you asked that. I, 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 just really, I just really want you to do this. Could you, like, dramatically bash it into the floor and go, Damn! Oh, yeah. Okay. Go and give it one. Damn! That was very dramatic. <laughs> Why is it he saying that about? What happens when he does that? It's because the, the tour has broken down. But, yeah, and it's all raining and It's that. raining it's and... Bad. Oh, yeah. well, no, well, no, see, at that point, things have not really <coughs> hit... The shit has not really hit the fan at that point. This is at the point at which Dr. Grant has been basically... Uh, temporarily stranded outside the T-Rex paddock but the T-Rex hasn't escaped at this point all it looks like is that he's not going to get the endorsement from Dr. Gordon oh, he wanted yes. oh yeah oh, what safety has failed what yeah, a yes. great film and everyone and is, as Samuel Jackson said points out at that point could have been worse John but not worse well and we'll 
with that yeah. on that note ladies and gentlemen touch my stick let's touch it eh home to home sweet home in time for Christmas yeah. three two, two one, one.